Hey, this is Red Band, and you're listening to Kill Tony here at Death Squad. Go to DeathSquad.tv and click on tour dates, and you'll see our fall, wait, no, spring tour is in full effect. New dates are being added every week. Uh, we have Ice House every Friday for a Death Squad comedy show at 10 p.m. Uh, March 11th, we have a Death Squad secret show at the Comedy Store. The last one, we had like 400 people. It was oversold. There was a line, just a, a waiting line, just to see if anyone canceled their tickets. I mean, there was a lot of people we had to turn down. And that's because you didn't get your tickets early. Well, the announcement uh, is right now. Scheduled to appear, Burt Kreischer, Ari Shafir, Joey Diaz, Billy Bonell, Jeff Ross, Mike Young, Tony Henchcliffe, and myself, and maybe a surprise guest or two. So tickets are available right now. Get them right now before they sell out. Just go to thecomedystore.com or just go to DeathSquad.tv and click on tour dates because all these are listed there. We also have Death Squad Ontario coming soon, March 21st. Uh, we have another Death Squad secret show April 1st at the Comedy Store. And then Death Squad Vancouver for 420 bro. Tickets and info for that are on going on sale very soon. And then just announced, Mar- May 12th, San Francisco at the Punchline with me and Tony Hinchcliffe. And May 13th will be in Sacramento. So all these tickets can be found at DeathSquad.tv. Click on tour dates. And don't forget to go to ShopSquad.tv and click up, click up, get the official merchandise of the Death Squad universe. All the shit we sell at that place goes right to paying for new microphones, new cameras, new everything, and getting you these free podcasts. So please help us out by going to ShopSquad.tv. And don't forget to go to Tony Hinchcliffe's website, TonyHinchcliffe.com. All right. Here's a brand new episode of Kill Tony. Hey, this is Red Band coming to you live from the world famous comedy store for a brand new episode of Kill Tony. Give it up for Tony. Where we make Mondays feel like Fridays. How you guys doing? It's a live audience podcast listeners. Go here again. So almost 90-something of Tony. What do you got there? You, oh, our lovely meal. With, what that's is that? Right. Samantha Acid or something? Uh, yeah, that's Dantac. Oh, fuck yeah. Because you know you're in for a good meal because our only sponsor, Elise Lane, is sitting right over there, everybody. Gourmet chef, Elise Lane. She's been cooking meals for us and our guests for weeks on Kiltoni. Last week, she cooked for our guest, Russell Peters, and he hired her to be his new chef. She started today at a Malibu compound cooking food for number three on the Forbes list of top earning comedians, Russell Peters, who was on last week. We have two more awesome guests tonight. We're unbelievable, and I'm very excited about that. We had a fun weekend. I did Denver. Yeah. Holy shit, I headlined Denver Comedy Works, everybody. Yeah. If you don't know what that is, that's one of the best comedy clubs in the world. I did four one-hour-long sets in negative 12-degree weather. Was it cold as fuck? It was unbelievably cold. Snow? Miserable. A lot of snow or but you ice? you get in there in January, you pay your dues, and I'm going back in the summertime. Den- Denver, you buy pot from a store. So it's it's a whole different thing than an L.A. dispensary where it's like, hey, welcome, man. You want to try some shit out? There, it's like a fucking New York deli. They're like, what do you want, you idiot? 
<laughs> Let's go. We got fucking made. We got money to make. Is it any more different? Is it less sketchy feeling? Like, is it more just? It's like a you? thousand percent less sketchy feeling. It's a thousand percent cooler because yeah. they don't give a fuck. <laughs> they really don't. It's literally like a New York deli. Like they're just slinging fucking meat, and you're the idiot if you don't know what you want. Like, they get to you if you're if you're like, oh well, is there a? I'll come back to you. That's what they do. It's awesome to have like weed forced down you like that. It's pretty pretty pleasant. Normally when people are trying to sell you something quickly, it's like a fucking used car or something. It's a lot more less fun. Anyway, uh, Monday, Kel Tony, how was your weekend, Brian? Uh, I think I'm going crazy. I'm like, uh, there's parrots that live in Burbank, and I've been obsessed with these parrot parrots because once a day they come to this uh, tree outside. My like hundreds of parrots. Wild parrots, and I've gotten to the point where I know the exact time they're going to go there. So today I filmed it and live streamed it, where I'm like, "All right, so you got one more minute till the per- parrots." And right, my girlfriend's like, sure. "You're crazy! You're, you're you're a crazy person!" And then one minute later, bam, the whole entire tree, millions of parrots, and they stay there for like seven minutes and then go away. So yeah, uh, yeah. Didn't realize I was going to get to work with Birdman. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what that movie's about? No, it has nothing to do with that. But it, that sounds like it'd be an interesting movie. Just some uh, guy freaking out, like looking for parrots and shit. Well, right. Well, now Are you sure that the zoo isn't like looking for them? No. Are parrots a special they animal? Don't, no, they're just, they just fly around. And so now my next thing is to try to trap one. Are you sure these aren't butterflies? No. What are we talking about? No, they are parrots. I got it on... 4K video. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well. And me holding up the cell phone going, look, one minute to the parrots. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. You become like one of those guys. It's like looking for an animal. Yeah. Hey, honey, that, that deer's back in the backyard. But you have this crazy <laughs> parrot thing happening. Well, this show has a long history of birds. We used to always ask, That's true. you know, yeah. one of our famous questions, we would ask, have you ever killed a bird before? Yeah. We'd well, be surprised yeah. how many people say yes. <laughs> Normally when they're a kid or something like that, they, you know, whether it's a BB gun or a rock or, or something like bird's that. bird's nest tips over and you're four years old and you put a firecracker on it. Yeah. If you did that. I didn't do it. All right. I didn't do that. Um, well, I'm very excited. Tonight, Elise Lane made us food. She made us... Normally it's something really fancy and long with French-sounding uh, words inside of it that I have to try to enunciate. Tonight she made a meatball sub, so that's very exciting. So it's going to be one delicious meatball sub, though, because it's made from gourmet chef Elise Lane. That's her name on Twitter, E-L-Y-S-E-L-A-I-N. So make sure you spell it right, fuckos. She's on Instagram and Facebook at the girl with the pan, so hire her for your next private event, because she cooks us and the guests meals every week. Thank you, everybody. That's a, that's a part that we have to do. Um, because it's delicious. Uh, next week, she's going to be on Let There Be Talk with Dingo Ray. That's right. Check that out. Uh, and we have our musical guest, everybody, doing a brand new song that he hasn't done before. Put your hands together for Pat Reagan, everybody. There he is. Your new favorite here on Show Tony. a new song every week. Very funny, man. He was playing before the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was great. Yeah, it was awesome. Double, double dose. Pat <laughs> Rager, right. ladies and gentlemen. Here he is. Come on. Put your hands together. Woo! Like a little show in here. Okay. Guys, you know, uh, you know, I worked in an office, and people uh, would always come up to me and ask me, Pat, hey, Pat, could you 
set up my laptop to print off the office printer? Sure. No problem. You know, it just kept happening and I started to get a little frustrated and a lot of times my frustrations come out in song form. And so I wrote this song. I can't feel your I can't feel your pain I can only watch you fall apart Go to system preferences. Go to print and scan. Select add printer. It's the HP ARM 550N. Not the AR 45. The next step is the most important. It's really, really, really important. Cut open your hand while you recite the harvest prayer and annoy the holy printer with your blood. Select IP in the pop-up window. Watch out for blood on your key. Or copy and paste this IP address 192. 0.168.1. 0.98. You're almost done, my little baby. There's one more step to make this gravy. Smear the blood all over your face while you sing these sacred words. Goo goo gaga on you, little baby, wavy boy. Gaga on your baby wavy boy. Kill you, Gaga on your baby wavy boy. Kill you, Gaga on your baby wavy boy.
favorite new, uh, my favorite new comedian of 2014, Pat Reagan. There he is, a monster. He's on Twitter at Patty Reagan, P-A-T-T-Y R-E-G-A-N. So follow him, check out his new al album, Pat Reagan Smells Like Shit, available on Spotify and other, other, other forums on the internet. And, um, so much fun, I love him. Uh, with no further ado, let's bring up our Patriot for tonight, the guy that always keeps us safe. Uh, used to be a guy in a $4,000 suit, he got too big for the show, he said that it was only because of him that it worked. So to show him how replaceable he is, we've replaced him with a brand new person every single week since he left the show. Uh, dressed up in a much cheaper version of the costume that he wore. Uh, it went from a $4,000 custom-made suit from Sweden to a $40 uh, suit on Amazon Prime. And our, and our Patriot this week is a brand new one. He is the Hillbilly, Hillbilly Patriot, Eric Carter, everybody. <laughs> He's a real hillbilly underneath that suit. Fuck yeah. Hi, Eric. How are you doing, Tony? Uh, great. Glad to have you on the show. You have a very distinct southern voice, a very distinct accent. Uh, you've just been, uh, we know you because you make a real imprint. When you do stand-up, you talk about like your real life and shit, and, like raising goats and stuff like that, and it's hilarious. Anything happen in the farm? Lately, you just spent some time on an oil rig, right? Yeah, I've been up in North Dakota working on oil rigs, roughnecking for a few months, and before that, unloaded semis and 18-wheelers. But now I'm here to protect the world from injustice and jabronis. From injustice and jabronis? Wow, that's what you came up with, huh? All right. You can tell that was a line that he came up with in the green room before the show. He's like, all right, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to go for it. And you nailed it. I'm here to protect the world from injustice and jabronis. Eric Carter, thanks for doing this. We're going to have fun You're welcome. Uh, Much obliged. As always, we have two unbelievable guests um, that are just absolutely hilarious. And it's so great that I get, I'm able to even get people like this to come back on the show or do it for the first time. Here they are, everybody. Two of my favorite comedians in the world. It's Dom Irera and Steve Byrne, everybody. Holy shit. Wait, what? Both of those guys? Absolutely. At the same damn time. Dom's been on about three, four times. One of our favorites, Steve Byrne. He was making a TV show ever since we started Kill Tony, so... And I don't think he knew about it before, but I'm glad to have him on for the first time. Here they are, everybody. Dom Irera and Steve Byrne. It's been a while since you've been on John because you have a Monday night football party every week at your place. And that's Will you got one, baby, baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> catchy. Those tunes are good. Yeah. How are you doing? Great. Uh, great. How are you? Can we pick up the pace a little of this show? Yeah, we're working on it. We got it. Yeah. There it is. Volume. Like, I, I've never been invited to that Monday night football. Have you ever been invited no, to that? he never invited me. But that's good. Me. That's good. Yeah. It's only me and the priest. It's only me and the priest that I grew up with. <laughs> he gives me a bath, he oils me down. I don't want to talk about it. Steve? Fourth uh, and inches, does he get a boner? What's a boner? And what's it taste like? <laughs> uh, what a terrible way to start. Hi, <laughs> everybody. Great to be here. Steve Byrne, good man. Yeah. Yeah, Pat Reagan. Yeah, Pat Reagan. 
Uh, every week, instead of me asking you a question, I let whoever the Patriot is, because they're always such big comedy fans, and I always have great guests on. So this week, Eric Carter gets to ask you guys a question that he came up with earlier in the evening, or perhaps even sooner than that. Eric, go ahead. Steve, i got a question for you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> got okay. um, I'm a big Sullivan and Sons fan. Right, right. And I was really pissed off when they canceled that. Yes. What do I have to do as an American hero to get that back on the air? There's nothing you can do. But look, I, I am as pissed about Sullivan being canceled as you are about not getting the night shift at Hot Topic. <laughs> Fair enough. We all do what we can. Thank you for watching, and you look amazing. Thank you. I had a question for you. All right. You don't have to tell me. You just ask the question. I don't have that kind of time. Okay. You're on the Big Lebowski 20 years ago in the Cold Classic, and you said you had a rash on your ass. Has it healed? What? Tell questions, Eric. You needed to... Uh, they put that in the Smithsonian Institute this week. Not your fucking album. <laughs> 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 he looked at himself when he said that. They, they put that in the Smithsonian. Yeah. They put the Lebowski in it? Yeah, they put the movie in it. Wow. I love that. I watched Kingpin today for the first time in forever. I forgot how funny that was with Woody Harrelson and Bill Murray. Holy shit. I thought shit. I was working with John Goodman because he's big. And I go, where the fuck's John Goodman? It was... Uh, Jeff Jeff Jeff, yeah. Jeff, 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 Jeff Daniels. Daniels. Yeah, it was Jeff Daniels. Yeah. Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Bridges. One of the greatest actors ever. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for the question. <laughs> 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 Great questions, Eric. Really, really good. He's really taking a like he has the pose down. I know. Yeah. He's really when he when he talks to you, he's very pointing and uh, like he's yeah, gonna yeah. blast you. I've yeah. got okay. a question for you. <laughs> he's one of the few guys that actually fits in the suit properly. It's interesting. You actually fill that out, Eric. It's you have like the same body as an eighth grader. <laughs> so nice. I'm a vegetarian. Yeah. Awesome. Didn't need to know that, but thank you. Appreciate that. He has no idea what a vegetarian is. There's no way. Uh, fuck yeah. Well, let's get this party started, guys. Over 25 comedians sign up for the opportunity to do a minute of stage time, and then we talk to them afterwards. Dom, you've done this a few times. You're one of my favorites. You're always so honest with everybody. That's what I'm here for, man. Steve, welcome to the party. I'll be the Paul Abdul. I'll be the nice one. <laughs> well, just before we start, I just want to say, most of you people will probably never make it. Anyway. <laughs> Enjoy yourselves. Enjoy yourselves. I love it. Regular. Comedians piled in the back. You guys know how it works. You get 60 seconds of uninterrupted stage time. You know your 60 seconds is up, and you hear the sound of a kitty. That means wrap it up then, or else you're going to bring out the angry West Hollywood bear. There he is. Somebody gave him a gun, obviously. Uh, so, there it is. And you don't want to do that. Uh, so, uh, let's get this party started. Here we go. Your first comedian doing a minute in front of all of us to talk to us afterwards about anything at all. Anything can happen. It's... GT. All right, no GT. You know what that means, GT? You just got blacklisted. You made noises. That's what the Patriots supposed to do if somebody doesn't show up for their spot. Shocking. GT is always. Can I ask real quick? Was GT black? No. Uh, okay, good. Because I thought GT. Oh, we're starting off with a black comic. That's what I thought. Okay. I thought he did because he was late. 
Alright, I pulled another name out of the bucket. Let's see if he's here. Chris Losmer. Yeah. I knew this would be a white name. Chris Losmer. I knew this. Here he is. It sounds like a white name. This is definitely what, yes. Here he is, Chris Losmer. So I got a haircut the other day, went to my girl Amy. She's uh, from Korea. I sat down in her chair. She looked at me, she said, How you want it? I said, What? She said, How you want it? I said, Amy, I want to look professional. I want to, I want that professional look. I want to get out of the faux hawk that I was rocking in my 20s. And uh, she looked at me and she said, you need come over. So I'm uh, waiting for the bald spot to grow in. I'm actually a professional server. It's kind of an oxymoron. Um, so I'm waiting for my career to take off. Clearly the haircut hasn't worked yet. Um, working in the hospitalities is a lot like working. Working in the hospitalities is, uh, reminds me of when I used to play high school soccer. I'm uh, one of two white boys on an old Mexican team. Um, I'm saving up for a house right now. The only thing is, uh, no one told me uh, on a server's wages it would take forever. Yeah. First name. Right. All right. I like it first name. Strong closing, by the way. <laughs> I didn't think you topped the opener. <laughs> Thank you, Tom Marrero. You're welcome. Chris, how long have you been doing stand-up comedy? This is my first night up. Whoa! <laughs> Sign up for it. Look at that. I think I got pretty loud. Uh, yeah, no. I like um, how you put the stool and everything in front of you. I wish you would have like started taking off shoes and putting it on stool. And it's, like, that was that was great. Another minute, he would have been on Iron Man's shoulders. No, okay, it could have been. Yeah. Uh, Chris, so what made you want to do comedy? I was just trying to um, pick up other hobbies that aren't so like uh, contact oriented. I really like comedy. I mean, right. I've always had, always followed it. And, were you, uh, were you waiting tables at? At the Ritz Carlton Half Moon Bay. Holy shit! Yeah, it's pretty nice. It's a good gig. Have you, ever, have you ever seen live stand up before? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watch a few. <laughs> I love his body language is great though because he was like I thought you were going to start rapping <laughs> well the haircut thing I really don't get it like for, I guess for that to work we'd have to know what your hair looked like before or something maybe you know, he's waiting uh, for the oh, I'm sorry you go ahead then get your bed <laughs> <laughs> you know I told it to my friends that were all on acid and they thought it was hilarious right that is just the wrong demographic in here I guess yeah Right, because your friends were laughing at something else. Uh, they were laughing at the pink dragon that danced across your face when you were talking. Not what you were actually saying. Uh, so what's the story? You're waiting tables at a Ritz-Carlton by the ocean. You're living that surfer life. What else is going on? You single? Single. Ready to mingle. Uh, broke up with my girlfriend like uh, three or four weeks ago. After the set. After the set, yeah. She never saw me do comedy. So it was weeks ago, not months ago? Weeks ago, yeah. You said months first, like it felt like, like three or four months. Holy <laughs> shit. What was her story? Ritz Carlton? No, she was a scientist. Did she also serve? Call her back up now. You fucked up. Call her up now. Don't marry her. 
Wasn't that bad? No, 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 no. I thought. I thought. Look, he, this is literally your first time on stage. Doing first time on stage. I saved it for this show. Wow. I was actually Thank hoping God. I didn't get picked. Well, no, I, I, was I gotta say, it, it will never get harder than this. I think, okay. in terms of a first time, yeah. it, it will never get more difficult than this. So it's only onwards and upwards from here on out if you choose to pursue it. So that, that's, that's what I say. You're very likable, too. And I oh, think thanks, Dom. You really are. I mean, I, 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 like, and I think you should really uh, get in hospitality. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, my God. You are unbelievably great. You are so awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Definitely likable. Maybe he could do a good parapet. No, that's already been done. Oh. <laughs> he did do a parapet. Uh, so wait, what Ritz Carlton did you say? Where at? No, Half Moon Bay. What is that? Where is that? It's a uh, little south of San Francisco. Oh, okay. It's a little like uh, small like town. So you live in San Fran. I live in Half Moon Bay. And you came down here for this? Yeah, my, my cousin lives in Hollywood, so I visit him and check out this show. It's been a cool experience so far. Go That's ahead. awesome. So you listened to the podcast and you came down to do your first minute of stand-up ever. Yeah, no doubt. That is so fucking cool. It's pretty yeah. awesome, like I said. It's really crazy because it's one of the only shows that's happened quite a few times. Like, I remember we had we once had Sinbad and Jeff Garland at the same time, which we figured out is a combined, like, 65 years of comedy experience between the two of them. And there was a couple people that had their first time in front of them. You know, it's Jesus. the only show. Tom, how many years for you? For me? Like stand up? Yeah. Uh, I, I started like two, three years. I've been doing stand up. <laughs> 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 stand up for two and a half years. I started at the improv in 1980. I was a punk then. <laughs> Biggest fucking black cock I had. <laughs> <laughs> And when you had your first set. Were you always funny? Yes, I was always funny. Did you, was that? Your first set, do you remember what you talked about? Was My first set was actually on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. <laughs> I wasn't going to stand outside like some fucking book. I did The Tonight Show, and then I spiraled down until I'm, I'm here right now. <laughs> last name. Your handwriting is as bad as your comedy. Yeah. Uh, what is this? Loeswick? Loeswick, yeah. Loeswick. Fuck yeah. Thank you for letting me be on the show. Just to make you feel comfortable, what are the specials? <laughs> 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 Can you give us a little sample of how you would? Uh, what, what would we get if we were if you just walked up to our table at the, at the Ritz Carlton? Say, would you like some recommendations? Um, Why do you flare your hands like a magician? <laughs> You're serving food, right? Is that okay? Right, are you making it appear out of Sometimes your sleeve? I do this one. Only his left hand. Okay, good. Only his left half of his body is nervous. I do. No, you only have one part of your body that's nervous. The other part's calm. What's the other? What's the calm part? I don't want to get into this. <laughs> Keep going. Give us, give, us some, give us the real deal. Without trying to be funny, what would you say to us if we can't ignore our table at the Ritz yeah, Carlton? So, would you like some recommendations? I really like the mixed green salad with uh, grilled cheese. You do that with your hands? Sometimes I talk with my hands. And where, what are you looking this at one, when you do that? This one draws the attention of the table. Like that. Oh, yeah. 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 It's bad for podcasting. That's what that is. Uh, <laughs> you came for the sermon, you're going to leave with a 89 Saturn. It's like a used car salesman, the, right. the technique. And the, well, yeah. well, when, well I, when you're telling us the specials... Like all right, Chris, settle down. 
When you're talking about the specials just then, you weren't even looking at us. You were doing a thing where you were squinting and like staring at the stool. What do you look at when you're actually talking to them at the table? Are you looking in their eyes or are you squinting looking at the middle of the table? I read off the menu. So like You the have the menu there. in front of you? The menu's there. Oh, shit. And I kind of point That's how out. bad you are at that job? <laughs> you, you sit the menu there and use it as like a non-moving teleprompter? It's like a bad Sopranos audition. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, really, yeah. are you really a buster trying to act like a waiter? That's what it seems like. And I just do this. And, uh... So uh, we have a uh, mixed green salad with uh, cheese. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that just doesn't seem like the Ritz Carlton was allowed that. They don't want to know. Here's, here's my point, Chris. I, just is I, is I, I, think you should, uh, I think you should quit uh, waiting tables because you're, you seem to be really bad at it. <laughs> but you know what? I think, there's, I think there's definitely a career for you in uh, being a patriot one night. And uh, it, All right, there you go. Maybe a bird catcher? Help you catch one of yeah. these birds? What do you know about parrots, Chris? <laughs> Adam, did you get my spot this week? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> calling in his avails right now. Uh, thanks, Chris. There he goes. Chris Loeswick. He's on Twitter. He's on Twitter. Loeswick, sir. That was fun, Tony. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. Chris drove all the way from San Fran. That's crazy. The luck of the bucket, I guess. That's fun. I liked him, though. He didn't like him. He was like him. This summer, don't be left without air conditioning. Call Care Heating and Cooling and get on a care plan to protect your family. With a care plan, you get system maintenance and priority service in case of emergency, giving you peace of mind. Plus, a well-maintained air conditioner runs more efficiently and saves you money. At Care, their service technicians are paid to fix your AC, not sell you a new one. And their award-winning team is available seven days a week. Call Care today at 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Ooh, I like this. I always like one name. Uh, oh, sure. one name. Can be, this is black. This is a black name. If it's one name, it's a black fucking kid. This is someone who hasn't paid his taxes. There's a black guy. There's a black guy getting up in the upper deck right yeah. now that is so confident that he's the only one name black comic in the room. But I see, I see a few more. Black All six comics stood up. Yeah. Okay. This is what Where is he? I can't see him. Oh Jesus. Oh, I'm gonna say the name. Let's see if it's him. Put your hands together for Haiti. Yeah, that's. She said, "Oh my God, that's what's up." Yeah, I'm black. It's all my hell yeah. I know. I don't know why. You know, you ever wear an outfit? You think it looked pretty nice until you actually went outside? Uh, I look like a black Gallagher. But I'm actually from Haiti. If you don't know what Haiti is, Haiti is a small country, corrupt government, you know, poverty, 95% black, you know, all bad shit. <laughs> like, we like the, no one give a fuck about us unless the big happen. We like the New Orleans of Earth. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know if you ask me stupid questions about my country, but if it's stupid enough, I tend to give some stupid ass replies. Like, they always ask me, what kind of clothes do you wear in Haiti? I say, have you seen Tarzan? We were with that motherfucker wear. We were cloth to cover our private parts only. But it's Gucci though. Where exactly is Haiti located anyway? Oh, very good question, my friend. But because before the earthquake, I thought Haiti was in Africa too. But it's actually in Detroit. Oh, Haiti. Fuck yeah. Uh, 
This is your first time on the show, right? Yeah. I awesome. all the time, but this is my first time on the stage. Cool. Uh, how long have you been on stand-up? <clears throat> Three years. Wow. Is that when you bought that belt? Oh, wow. Wow. Boom. Belt roast. Look out. Tie a balloon to that. And I like your bird story, too. And, and that I'm just kidding. How long, uh, how long have you been in America? Uh, 16 years. 16 years. Yeah. Est-ce que vous comprenez le français? Vous comprenez le français? Enchanté de faire votre canne de sol, monsieur. Holy shit. <laughs> I don't know, but if you look, it made, it made Haiti laugh, and he's the only one that speaks French. So that means Dom can kill in multiple languages. It was fucking unbelievable. That's hilarious. What did you say in English? I have no idea. <laughs> Yeah. So it was nice to meet him. Uh, how you doing? You speak? Do you speak French? I asked him. Yeah. And I said you can't understand what I'm saying. And he said, Yeah. But you don't have much of an accent, so you really have. The, <laughs> you don't have much of a Haitian accent. I took uh, classes. I went to this Catholic school, and they were making fun of me because the way I was talking right. and looking stuff. So I started taking. Classes. Can you do the accent back <laughs> that you grew up with? I don't know. I don't know. I do it no more. I just I can speak my language, but I can't. But you know, I, I'm sound? from Philly. I can't do a Philly accent. I could do like South Philly or Dang, but I can't. I was wondering what your ear was like to that. I'll, sometimes my accent does come out, but it's by accident. Like when I get excited, my uh, like I can't say. I have to take my time to say three because if I come out and just say I'm gonna say tree, and that sounds like some cursive or some bullshit. <laughs> so I, I, I slow down when I talk because my accent usually come when I speed up. <laughs> Wow, that's amazing. Uh, thank you. Because you really do, you speak great English. Like, you, you look Haitian as fuck. But you don't sound it. Thank you. That's work. But you are correct, and like, if you said, Shut your eyes and imagine someone from Haiti. Right. Like, that's pretty much what you picture. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Because when your eyes are shut, that's exactly what it looks like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck yeah, man. That's amazing. So, like, you still have a lot of family in Haiti, obviously. Yeah, I'm one of 20 kids. A lot of my brothers. Jesus. Are you serious? Wow. Yeah. I only met 13 of us. <laughs> You've only met 13? Yeah, only met 13. The other ones died of old age? <laughs> uh, I, uh, the oldest one came my father to my father for the funeral, and he didn't know that was my father till the day he died. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So your dad just fucked. That's like a shit out of women. Huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You like to have sex? I bet you do. So is Haiti like kind of like North Hollywoodish, or is it... <laughs> no. No, uh, like, Haiti, what, like, what is the biggest, like, uh, business there? Is, is it, I don't know anything about, like, like you said. I, you know, the, the biggest, uh, tourism, because it's an island, all the island, <clears throat> all the islands to, uh, have tourism. Jamaica is the number one for Americans, that is. And, uh, the Virgins, the Virgin Islands are the, are, like, the, the main place for the rest of the world. But Haiti don't have shit, but, you know, no. Well, we're doing good. After the earthquake, we, we have a Marriott now. Oh, that's good. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say that on stage. Oh, that's hilarious. I had to do that. That's funny. That's funny. Are they hiring? Chris Loeswick might need a job. <laughs> <laughs> you only got bad enough. 
yeah. What's your favorite thing about Haiti? Well, you don't, do you ever go back? No, uh, I, I went back sometimes, but people keep on asking. Uh, they say, uh, I feel kind of bad. So I just send them the plan money money to them. I just donate that money to them. So it's around, round trip around $700. So I just I send it to them. Wow. What's, what's the age of consent there? <laughs> what? There's no agent. There is no agent. His father proved that. But like seven hundred dollars is eight times, so it's around about uh, fifteen thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's how it is. Don't Haiti the player. Haiti the game. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. That sure really is something else. Like it's almost. Uh, that's, I know. But you brought my muscles out and everything. I look thick. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I love it. Instead of uh, most people, they put their Twitter handle uh, there. You just have support my ass. Is that's that my your Twitter name? That really is? Yeah. At support my ass? Wow. Yeah, that's you got great. that, huh? Yeah. You're the one. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering who got that. Stop donating money and give it to yourself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right? uh, I didn't watch the show. Right? Oh, you son of a bitch. You went for it, Haiti. That's a low blow. Um, it's okay. No, I didn't watch it. You have to have cable to, have to, cable to watch your show, Haiti. That's, a, that's the catch. Huh? You have to have cable to watch a TV show. Oh, because I'm Haiti. I don't think I have shit. No. no. You just said that you sent all your money. Yeah. yeah you got it. Haiti, we're on the same page. I love you. I like you. You're funny. He was Thank hilarious. The, uh, what was it, last week or the week before when you were sitting in the front row? Yeah, you were that sitting was close. so fucking funny. And I think we got some camera of you just <laughs> sitting there making that hilarious face. You're really like, good at making faces. Yeah. You are like a black John Stewart. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, you, you've made faces to a couple of us a couple of times already since you've been up here. Is that some kind of defense mechanism growing up at a, 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 a school, a Catholic school? Yeah, it was. Uh, like uh, I was getting teased because my English was got awful and I look the way I look and so I start playing football and try to be more popular and people still making fun of me so the way my mom say if anybody say anything so you don't fight then just make a face just get better at football I was pretty good but the person that played my position ended up winning the Super Bowl and everything so he was better than me wow that's who was ahead of you yeah tailback uh, Golden Tate was the one that's better than me, y'all know. Oh, wow, yeah, wow. definitely. I always almost oh, wow. pick him up on my fantasy team. <laughs> <laughs> that's my dude, Seahawks, right? No, uh, uh, Detroit Lions now. He was with the Seahawks last yeah. year. All right, Haiti. Fun times, job, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Welcome. Thank you. So great to have you. Take a step up and pull that stool back. Yeah, the, we need to reset the stage. Pull it back more. All the way go. up. Yeah, yeah just yeah. go with These it. guys are too likable. I can't even bust their balls. I know, right? I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. bringing up an asshole. <laughs> There's Eric Carter right there. He's a real Billy goat. I mean, he's a real hillbilly. Is that you looking at me or you? What? I, I don't fucking know. But it's kind of scary. <laughs> Your next comedian goes by the name of Chris Naderport. Cyrus Naderport. Oh yeah, here he is. It's Cyrus, everybody. Thank you very much. I got a little home home with friends back home. And I don't really get it. Like, I was back home watching TV with my buddies. And my friend turns to me and goes, Did you know that Neil Patrick Harris is gay and plays a womanizer on TV? And I go, wow. 
crazy. Do you know what else is wild? Robert Downey Jr. Not actually Iron Man. <laughs> and there's no reason for straight dudes to hate gay men. If you take a moment to analyze what is the gay community, it's the top 1% of the most attractive men just banging together and be like, eh, pussy's not really for me. Why would you want to stop that? Half of what time would look like it would be extras in 300. Like, being gay is just genetic. It's linked to the gene that makes you ripped. I was driving through West Hollywood the other day. I saw this older guy jogging shirtless, had gray hair, had to be in his 50s. Dude had a six-pack. 50 years old with a fucking six-pack. I'm 29, I eat quinoa, I do pennies, and I surf. I don't have a fucking six pack. <laughs> 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 the bear one in the different punch in the Science. You were on what a few weeks ago or something? Yeah, like two, like two three weeks ago. Initial thoughts on Cyrus, guys? I just have to ask, is your pet turtle okay? <laughs> yeah. Okay, good, thank you. It's very nervous. Why a turtle? You look like you would own a pet turtle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said this a few weeks ago, but you're one of the funniest magicians that I've ever had on this stage. He's a ringer. He's been he's worked worked for a while, right? Yeah. Stand up. Yeah. yeah. I've been doing it for like two years. Yeah, because it came out of you too easily. Flowed out of you the bit about the with the thing with the other guy. And the <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Where are you from? I'm from Maryland originally. Mm-hmm. And you've been in LA for a couple years. Yeah, I've been in L.A. Still going on five. I actually came for a regular job, and uh, I started doing stand-up like two years ago. The job was Guitar Center. (laughs) I tried to get a regular job, but the public demanded I do (laughs) stand-up. I wanted so much to work like a regular person. I wanted this fucking gift. I couldn't let them down. The little people. Scum and the vermin. <laughs> what do you do for fun, Cyrus? For fun, uh, I surf. Um, Jeez, there's a lot of surfers here tonight. I shamelessly hopped on the bag and bandwagon when I moved out here. So I live down in Manhattan Beach. So what is a bandwagon? Do you know? <laughs> like it's like a group of people hopping on something. They want to like what's popular. But is there a band on the wagon, or do you have to? <laughs> I mean, you know, you say it, and it's, it's so it's like so arrogant and nonchalant. You don't really know what it fucking means. Well, it's like when like a sports team's doing well, just hop on the hop on the band. Yeah, what is it? Literally, it's a it's a tour bus with like the wagon connected to the back of a tour bus where they used to keep gear. Hey, I'm asking him. Okay. <laughs> uh, so what, what what else? So you surf? Yeah. Uh-huh. I surf. I mean, I, honestly, I, all I do, do is stand up and I work now. So that's pretty much my life. What do you work at? Uh, I drive Lyft and Uber. Nice. You drive an Uber? Yeah. I would never get in a fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that Persian. I'm qualified to drive Uber. Like, that's like part of the requirement there. Oh, you're half Persian, huh? Fuck yeah. You don't smell like a car. <laughs> Have you slept with any of your uh, customers? No, no. It's close. No, I mean, they don't want to, people don't want to fuck the help. You know what I mean? That's not really, that's like in porno movies, that's what happens in real life. I would just imagine there's a lot of drunk girls in these Ubers going like, Hey, that's kind of sad to eat my ass. You know, that's actually, no, 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 definitely not. Cyrus, I'm sure Cyrus, Cyrus wishes that that's what was happening in Ubers, but uh, especially not when you're driving the left. I mean, yeah. 
But that's easy. Is that the one with the mustache? Lift, right? Is that the mustache one? Yeah. Oh, you got to put a big mustache on your car? Yeah, I mean, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it sucks. Yeah, I think I yeah. Just sounds like a grown man. I didn't put that one. I mean, it's on your fucking radiator. I'd, I'd imagine that the worst is like when you're not working the lift job and the mustache isn't on. Yeah. And you meet somebody, like maybe your future wife, and you're like, hey, oh yeah, nice to meet you. Oh yeah. I'm going the same way you are. Let me just grab something out of my trunk. And you open that, and they see that mustache, and you yeah. turn around, and they're just half a mile down the road. Yeah. <laughs> because that's when they find out. Yeah. All right, that was a long journey for. <laughs> Jesus. Do you do any material? Now you know how I feel. I left my home in Pasadena to come to this fucking. Do you do any material about Uber or Lyft? Not yet. I mean, someone puked outside my window on New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah. puked outside of it. Yeah, he was pretty good. He got he got all outside. <laughs> but that's like you talked about like having gay friends, but you seem like Dom said it seemed like you really had timing down and at a good pace. I thought, oh, I'd like to know something about you as opposed to just you know your friends that are homophobic, or whatever. You, you got such a great delivery. You should peel back the layers a bit more. Oh, it's just how I felt. Yeah. yeah. What what scares you? What are you afraid of? <laughs> Not making it. <laughs> I basically quit a high-paying job to do this, so Did you really? it's fucking terrifying. Yeah. What was the job? I was at ad sales. Online ad sales. Kind of reminds me of Matt Edgar a little bit. Yeah. Like how he acts. Uh, have you ever killed a bird? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, 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 I need money, so we maybe gonna work a deal. Like, take, take off the parrots. You're half a bird. You need money. Man, that must suck up set for life. <laughs> Try to relate to you. You said you're half Persian. What's the other half? Because you're super white. So I'm imagining it's just like German or something crazy, right? Polish. Oh, yeah, that's one of the ones. So that's where where he got his wit from. Those good Polish punchlines. I met this Polish guy the other night. I couldn't breathe. It wasn't as funny as the Swedish guy I met the night before. But yeah, well, good job, man. Cyrus, it was nice to uh, nice to have you back on. See you again soon. Really good West Hollywood script, you know. I feel like I've heard all of them, but that's a that's a really funny take. Yeah, it's a good one. He's on Twitter at Cyrus the Clown, all one word. Follow him. So that's fun. Uh, Steve, I always ask first-time guests uh, this question: Was there anything that you did, or said, or anything when you first started stand-up, very first started, that you can't believe you said or did? For example, like, uh, you know, like one day Chris Loeswick's gonna look back on his barber bit with the, uh, you know, he's gonna go, holy shit. I've never been funnier than I was that night. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, like I've asked a bunch of people this. I've gotten the wildest answers. Some guys started off with like a, a they brought up a dummy and like it, it's amazing to watch the evolution of comedians. So. Oh, I started in New York City and it was just I got it like I mean this when I said the first seven years was just a blur. Yeah, I know it sounds weird, but I can't even remember my first time. I just remember it went well. And I was hooked after that. I said, I'm doing this the rest of my life. I'd never make a dime. And I just, that's... 
Yeah. Pretty much how it's been. And yeah. I haven't, because I've been on TBS the last three years, so. <laughs> uh, but no, it's just, it's all just been a complete blur. I, I really, I, I know the shittiest joke I ever wrote, it was like the first month, and I told it, and I was like, that, you'll never do worse than that. And it was, uh, I'm glad I'm not, <laughs> I'm glad I'm not in the E Street band, because if Bruce Springsteen ever got pissed off at me, I couldn't say, you're not the boss of me. And it's just like, oh my fucking God. Even, even as I wrote it, I was like, I hate you. <laughs> oh shit! I uh, I wrote a I wrote a bad one like that uh, a few weeks ago because I uh, was writing on um uh, well I don't know if they did it so but I'll just tell you the joke but I was writing for a show where I end up writing topical things you know and uh, anyway the subject was um, the U two on putting their new album out on the yeah. And what I said was, is I, I, or what I wrote was, um, I still can't find what I'm looking for, is what people say when they're looking for a good track on that album. <laughs> Bad, but good. Probably made it on that show. Made Writers Guild minimum for that joke. <laughs> so you guys can laugh at that. Dom, uh, what, uh, what's a crazy thing you did when you were a kid? Uh, when you were starting out? I did stand-up in first grade. Yeah, I did really. And then I was in uh, I was in a Catholic school, so eighth grade was where they graduated from. And this nun said, "You think you're funny? I'll take you up to the eighth grade." My cousins were in eighth grade, and I did stand up. And I don't know what I said. But the desks were this high, and the, the kids were all laughing. And I'm thinking, "Fuck, this is great." And I had to work clean, you know. <laughs> I mean, that was the first time I ever, ever did anything performance-wise. But it was just I never forgot that feeling. You know. <laughs> so it went well. What are you laughing at? Fucking bird hater. So it went well. One time I was doing stand up, and my mom had a thing, a benefit for, for her a charity or hospital, and my cousin Johnny got mad at a guy that wasn't laughing. He didn't get, like, you know. This is not personal. You know, you fucking start laughing at him, motherfucker. Break your fucking head. Philly. Yeah, yeah. That's how shit happens. Philly's a tough town. Philly is yeah. the fucking oh, right, worst. Yeah. It's crazy. I always think of Vegas as the place that every, all the pretty people from LA go to party, and Atlantic City is where all the ugly people from Philly go. <laughs> yes, it is. I, I, I did a, yeah. a tweet or I go on Instagram. I had all these girls uh, from the Land Factory, the waitresses, they're all beautiful. And uh, I sent it back and said, well, I wish my friends in Philly were as, as beautiful as my, my Hollywood friends. I got all kinds of fucking hate shit over it. <laughs> Fuck you, how about battery acid in your face, you motherfucker? <laughs> Easy, guys, it was a joke. <laughs> right on the Facebook, they were right on Let me wall. tell you more about my first grade stand-up before, <laughs> before we go on. <laughs> All right, I think we met this guy for the first time last week. Uh, the name is the one that I think it is. Put your hands together for Tommy Rico. Fellas, thank you guys. Uh, I'm from Boston. My mother always told me, if you don't have anything nice to say, you are from Boston. Because <laughs> we're very aggressive people. Every city has a travel slogan that makes you want to go there. New York, nice and simple. I love New York. Boston should be intense to match our personality. Like, Boston! You want to go? Because <laughs> we're irrational, stupidly angry people. Sometimes people get passive aggressive when they ask things about Boston. They say, oh, you're from Boston, huh? 
a lot of racism up there. I'm sorry, are you calling me a racist? Or are you somehow suggesting I should have fixed up Boston's little racism problem all by myself before I left? Either way, I'm not interested in either of those jobs. And by the way, it's not that Boston's necessarily racist. It's that everything in a Boston accent sounds racist. You can have an old Irish guy say, in the 1960s I marched with Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And all anybody's hearing is, I think that guy killed Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> <laughs> right, thank you guys very much. I'm Tommy. Yeah, really saved it there at the end. <laughs> really almost erased the previous 59 seconds. Uh, can I tell something in the interest of, uh, just to put it out there? Uh, I opened for Dom Irera in Chicopee, Massachusetts in 2008, and it was one of the most fun gigs I ever had. Wow, look at that. Good to see you, buddy. <laughs> before you had uh, two of the best things that I ever heard before a show. You were real nice to me, which was great, but uh, right before when I met you, you shook my hand, you said, uh, you nervous? I said, no, said, good, because if you are, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. <laughs> uh, that was the first thing you said to me, and then I had to ask for your intro, and you said, all right, I got a list of 19 credits. Uh, they're all equally important, so read them with equal importance. <laughs> Now, as you get towards the end of the list, I want you to get real emotional, like this is a big deal for you. Towards the back end of that list, like if you can work up some tears, like get to the point where you're almost finished with life, and then say, ladies and gentlemen, a comedy legend, Dom Irera. And he said, actually, kid, I'm just kidding. Whatever you want to say is fine. Just don't call me a comedy legend. And I didn't, so that's all I I hate being called a legend. It's like fucking Ronnie Dangerfield's a legend. I'm just an older comic with a fucking. Yeah, I don't no, think I, mean, I don't think anybody would agree with you, Dom. But no, I, but, I, but I but I understand. I'm not a legend. The legend's Rodney. Robin Williams is a legend. I'm fucking. I mean, I'm terrific. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, reunited all the way from Chicopee, Massachusetts. The Hookie Lao. Hookie Lao. Giant Chinese restaurant uh, next to a trailer park. <laughs> That's great that you remembered that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Fuck what were you going to originally say, though? Yeah, please do. Oh, I, was... I deserve it. <laughs> no, no, you, you you had that Boston confidence about you that yeah. that Philly doesn't have. <laughs> but you did. That you, you, know, like, that, that, you know, semi-Nick DiPaolo-sounding cadence, you know. Yeah. And uh, that's weird, man. I, I, you know, it's one of those gigs. It's so funny. I'm sorry I don't remember it, but it's like... And the thing about intros is the longer the intro, the worse the act. I, I, I was hosting a show at the Improv in New York when I started out, and I brought up a guy, and I forgot to say that a, a certain credit, and he comes up to me and goes, man, I was, you were supposed to say I was the row company of Greece. I go, you know what, how about writing some funny fucking jokes? I think these guys from Brooklyn and Queens go, hey, who was in Greece? Pay attention. <laughs> you, you being nice to me beforehand... And uh, bringing out the nervous thing, because I was super nervous though yeah. for you, so it totally put me at ease. I had a good night that night, and it was fun. Good, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, there you go. You saved it tonight. Look here. Saved it tonight at the very end, but we all know Bostonians only bomb in marathons, so. <laughs> 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 Thank you.
no, no, no uh, party horn on that one? They, uh, I like that one. Oh, that's not uh, There it is. Uh, Tommy, thank you so much. Thank you guys for All right. Let's keep this fun train moving along. Only a few more left. Put your hands together for David Bastard. David Bastard. I really like that short David Bastard, everybody. Hey, thank you for giving up for me, David Bastard. Yeah. Good for yourselves, what's up? Alright, shut up. Uh, the next day, the day after Christmas, I was like walking down the street, that's what I do, and I saw, um, I saw like brand new Nerf guns in a, in a recycling bin on the sidewalk, and I thought, wow, someone's mom's a real fucking bitch. Uh, not letting her kids play with their guns, or, or letting them play with the guns for like two seconds, and it's like, okay, it's dangerous now, they gotta go. Uh, let's see, uh, there's a movie coming out, it's uh, Selma, the new movie coming out, it's about MLK, Martin Luther King, I, I thought, this is a good movie, it's a, this is a good movie that's going to be a nice reminder that tells me uh, a time when the blacks and the whites just didn't get along. Remember that time? And I think it's because, like, uh, the Negro overload. You know, I think there was a time, like, when the blacks and the whites were pretty cool, and I was like, you know, man, you, uh, you, you black, and you strong, you, you built this house, and I'm, and I'm white, and I'm smart, and I'll just tell you how to do it. And, I, and I'm gonna get some more you Negroes. And um, but you know what? There's actually a lot. There's a lot of you guys out here. Now, you know, there's a lot of niggas over here too. I just noticed that man. This is a man named Kutakete, and I was like, I can't spell that. Yeah, there he is. Uh, <laughs> man, that's bullshit. Come on, fuck, come here. Throw that motherfucker in the jungle. Fuck yeah! One more time for Haiti, everybody. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he definitely is blacker than I am. Yeah, he's more like, uh, what would the country be? I don't know. Fill in your own punchline there, everybody. That's not like Urkel and uh, Carlton from... Uh, right. There you go. I was completely uh, lost. Are you guys completely lost? I well, I mean, you, what you on. did was, uh, you did more of uh, facts than uh, jokes. Like, yeah, if that mom threw out the Nerf guns, then yeah, she is a bitch. Yeah. It was like a setup. Yeah. I was waiting for... You know. Yeah, I like yeah. the line when he said there was a time when blacks and whites didn't get along. Yeah. yeah, it was funny, but then, you know, I don't know why it didn't. I mean, I don't know if they were taking it seriously, but I thought it was. Because yeah. I think now I'm not born then, so I'm just like kind of taking a guess from like history books and stuff like that. Well, <laughs> you meant for it to be sarcastic, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. So that's Are you asking? That's or I answer. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Is your real last name Bastard? That's yeah, just, my dad just... died. No. Now uh, I don't know who else to turn to for rent. Oh, you did it for that joke? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh now the horn means nothing. <laughs> uh, did you? Is this, so that's not your real last name? So you use Bass. it. Okay. Like the fish. But you've been going by bastard lately. How long have you been doing stand up? A few years now. A few oh, years. Yeah. Yeah. The other things like. Uh, Acting and stuff like that. You've been in anything that uh, we can watch? <laughs> I was in a slavery reenactment once for like the History Channel. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> what would you have to do? Uh, what you have to do for that role? It was, it was uh, mostly like running around the field and like loin cloths with like pitchforks, or like running around chasing white people. It was actually a lot of fun. Like behind the scenes, we were all like hanging out with the horses and calling each other nigger. It was. Right. Those are the white guys who are saying that, but you know, we're just. I 
We don't have that check in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> Reminds me of Philly. Yeah. <laughs> You're dressed very well. Thanks. Uh, probably one of the best dressed of the night, if that means anything in this universe. Uh, but it really doesn't. Um, you you have a job that you do here in LA? Um, I do this thing where like, I cut like cardboard boxes into like squares. Oh, is this I... another one of those wacky setups you've led us on so far? Well, no. Uh oh, I, I, I can sort of smell it out now. I mean, I've only known you for three minutes, but I smell cardboard piles. That's fine. Wait, wait. To cut the cardboard, wait, take me back. Take me back. So you do this thing where you cut the cardboard and. Well, okay. It's a little squares. Okay, wait a second. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, so the eight by eleven squares, and I try selling them to guys on the street, but they like never give me any change for it. So I just like give it to them. Uh, so what is it? I sell, I sell cardboard cutout signs. What? For what? Like what did the sign say? God damn it! Like it's just like it's just like a thought process. Hey, stick with like, stick with me over you, here. Thanks, stick thank you for the cigarette. Oh, also, before the hey, and after hey, hey, today. Hey, 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 listen to the history. It's taking him everything to not be racist right now. I'm sure. <laughs> I didn't get one of them jobs on reenactments. Well, what? That wasn't even racist, but everybody knew like it was. That's how, that's how we're just totally waiting for Eric to be racist right now. I didn't get one of them jobs on reenactments. Um, I think I got on Craigslist after I like sucked this guy's cock and he was like, Hey, I can put oh, this movie. Okie dokie, Dave. You're a wild one. Uh, anything else for David, slave. guys? Any, uh, any advice or uh, you want to... Blowjob or something? What do you guys doing? Good on the blowjob, I think. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, I'm off duty this week. No, I, I thought that there were. Yeah, I thought that 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 joke. I agree with Dom. I thought that was the best joke in there, and I thought. Uh, I thought. You know, I think. I think anytime you get more personal, I, I think if you did a historical reenactment on the history channel, they're, they're, that's right for comedy. I mean, you can totally talk about right. that. Uh, yeah. I wish I heard more about that. But. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry about that. No, right. no, it's all good. Now, now, yeah, now, now you can right, start that and turn that into a bit. Okey-dokey. David Bastard, hey, everybody. There you go. He's on Twitter. Hashtag DLB or hashtag DLB3. Obviously, he's one of the only comedians I've ever seen trying to start their own hashtag uh, from being on the show. So there you go. <laughs> hashtag DLB. Did you know, by the way, because you were facing that way, that when you did the sound effect, the bloop, 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 that I was taking a sip of water? Did you know that? Really? You did a no look, and you knew that was the thing. You are Put your hands together for Brian Gregg. Founder of the Death Squad Network, co-host of the Joe Rogan Experience, and my constant companion. Tony, have you ever worked side splitters in uh, Tampa? No. Oh, I'll be there next week. <laughs> <laughs> You ever work Kansas City Improv? No. That Thursday, the week after that. About <laughs> the funny book. The Columbus. When are you in the funny book? Uh, the week after uh, Valentine's Day. When I hear a capsulization of my career, can I just say this because it struck me funny? Yeah. One week, I was going to the Sydney Opera House. Right? Fucking cool. Sydney Opera House. And I, and I enjoyed the moments. 3,000 people, boom. The following week, I was at Mr. McGooby's Joe Cut in Townsend, Maryland. I go, what the fuck? Does that keep a balance in life? There's a gun range next to that. 
Is there really? Yeah. Are there really? What, the, 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 the yeah, it's in that strip mall way in the back. Off yeah, the yeah. Feet. yeah, it's funny. Yeah. That's funny. It's a picture. Well, uh, put your hands together for your next comedian. He goes by the name of Michael Perkins. Wow. wow, okay. Wow. Three minutes ago for Michael Perkinson, everybody. Here he is. The other day, my, my girlfriend, I was fucking my girlfriend, and she stuck her finger in my ass. Now she's suing me for defecation of character. Now I'm the one getting shit on. I don't think that Trick's rabbit was silly at all. I think he was hungry, and those dumb kids starved a rabbit. I didn't think you were gonna call my name, Tony. Ah, <laughs> uh, man! Every time I see someone fucking a tree in the woods, that's how it happens. Worthy. I think that's so Avatar. <laughs> you know, because if you see Avatar, they're kind of in the woods, kind of fucking. I don't know, nature. <laughs> you think? Uh, Hey, you remember when we were kids? Remember when we were kids and they had uh, that scrubbing bubbles commercial? Right where those little, little brushes came out and danced around your tub and cleaned your tub? It can't work like that, guys. I love your style. Michael Perkinson. I see what you're doing, you motherfucker. Hell yeah. That's an interesting style. Would you ever consider working as a feature act in Tampa? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Sure. He's already got the sandals for the job. Sure. Oh, yeah. You look like a giant lesbian. <laughs> Daniel Tosh with AIDS. You son of a bitch. I bring it out of See, that's what I do here. I try to inspire people. Fuck uh, yeah, man. I love your scrubbing bubbles. That's not what they do. They don't do it. You remember that commercial, don't you? Yeah. I mean, I was so excited. Things were going to come out and clean the tub. Bullshit, no. I didn't even have smiley faces on the bushes. Don't they have, like, mustaches or something? Or I'm thinking Pringle guy. I don't it's amazing. I just love following your career. You know, it's good to see you here. You know, it all started with, hey, you guys. And now, and now you just so get to work with you. It's like such an honor. I also love you in every episode of Orange is the New Black, too. I love that. So much fun. I love the shorts, because you're a bigger guy, so you, you stay warm pretty easily, right? No, I don't. I, uh, I wear elastic pants because my weight fluctuates easily. <laughs> I love you. How long have you been doing stand-up? Uh, doing it off and on for about four years. Uh, but uh, no, I've never really had good jokes. You a lot more off than on. <laughs> I love this guy, the out-of-breath comedian. <laughs> <laughs> always wanted. You guys. <laughs> I bet turtle? you do. Turtle, how's it going? Uh, you're bombing now. Back to the bomb. 
Uh, Michael, what do you do for fun? Will you live here in L.A.? I got here two weeks ago. I was selling plants in Huntington Beach for three weeks before I quit that. <laughs> plants. I learned a lot about plants. Didn't sell any, though. But uh, So I just got here from Florida, 2,000 miles about a month ago. Wow. Uh, I'm fucking terrified. Quit my job today. Uh, <laughs> living here now and uh, plan on kicking ass. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so nothing would buy your bush? What? You were selling plants. No, man. It's a lesbian joke. <laughs> Do I look like a lesbian? I tried to cut my oh, hair yeah. yesterday. Did you hear how everybody laughed after I said it? <laughs> no. Yeah. That wouldn't have worked on uh, fucking uh, David Bastard. Are you a fan of Burt Kreischer? Never heard of her. Yeah. Her. Oh, yeah. oh shit. Who is it? I don't know. You're from Florida, right? Yeah. It's one of Florida's biggest comics. Uh, don't know anybody from Florida. Tampa. And he's from Tampa. How old are you? I'm from Pensacola, Florida. I turned 29 on the 30th. Wow. Hopeless. Is that what you're telling me? Hopeless? Oh, I love it. Hopeless to the devoted? You have, you have a look that, you know, everybody, every the comedy movie stars had for the last few years. And so I don't, I don't know if you're getting here late or... Uh, is, this, uh, is this like the, the Napoleon Dynamite to Will Ferrell? Wait, no. Napoleon Dynamite to Will Ferrell? It's like Neapolitan Dynamite. You're fat, buddy. Maybe you forgot. There's no Napoleon. Wow. You, can, you can donate to Tony's web fund, Cystic Fibrosis, for... Looks like the only the liver. looks like you've been eating the only roast that you've been doing lately. So. Oh, 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 oh man! Son of a bitch! I wish I the only guy that goes from the lens crafters to the fucking Burger King. I don't know. All right, fuck it. Michael, I like your style. So, what do you do for fun? What do I do for fun? Yeah. Well, I tell jokes. Uh. <laughs> I know that, Michael. We get that part. I play tennis. Um, get the fuck out of here. I, I teach tennis. Really? I teach tennis. As a matter of fact, man, I've played professional tennis. I gotta play. <laughs> I played against. I got a game against Jack Sock. He won Wimbledon doubles this year. Holy shit! You're like oh, Andre Big Assy. <laughs> <laughs> you and Kirk Fox should have a game. No, man. Sure. Uh, what, where are you going to get a job at? Why don't you teach tennis? Fuck it. You know what's great about you playing tennis, though? I'm sorry to cut, cut off that question. I love that you play tennis because it's one of the only games where it's never shirts versus skins, so you can keep your shirt on at the time. No, nothing on that. It's because I cut off the question. It never works after that. No, it's because it, no, it was never going to be funny in the first place. Though. Oh, there he is. It's back. Just like when he sleeps at night and his heart stops, you think it's over. You think it's over, and it just keeps going. It's just apnea, not a heart attack. He still has fight. The natural rhythm will take over. Michael, I love you. You gotta move on. Thank you so much. Like a great stage presence. Yeah, you just I think jokes. Yeah, but I think if he keeps that, I just as the right. way he comes up, it's like I want to hear what this guy says. He can go two directions. He could do jokes, or he could just keep getting better at doing short bad jokes and just going like, Oh man, <laughs> there's something so likable about that that everybody can relate to. You have a very 
great natural knack at doing that, yeah. so I don't know, it could go either way. Like it's gotta be fun right, being able to have a style in which you get to write shit jokes like garbage, like it doesn't have to work. It's almost the worse the joke and the quicker of a bad joke that it is, the more you get to actually do what your like jujitsu is, which is just that weird shit. Like, Darn it! Oh, <laughs> Jiminy Crickets! <laughs> you see how so much comes down to likability? Yeah. Because everybody ended up liking him, and the first thing with his finger up his ass, you think, where's this guy gonna go? And when somebody laughs that hard at their own jokes, it's, it kinda, it's infectious. Yeah. It's either like sad or it's funny, and he was funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's infectious, which is also like the diabetes that he has. Uh, <laughs> Back up, bulldog. He's on Twitter at Art15Boys. Is that right? What's that all about? You know what it's all about. Art 15, what is it? It's a clothing company. It's a, it's a military military veterans clothing company. Right. Now, we're, now we're all assholes. <laughs> now we're all assholes, Jesus. Don't you have a fucking tennis game to play? <laughs> it's, I love it. Now what it seems like, does it? Now he's working the door in here. <laughs> all right, one more time for Michael Perkins. This is the part of the show where we move on and we close it out with our two regulars. These two young ladies do a brand new minute every single week, and uh, it's always unbelievable to watch and see what they're going to do next. But yeah, the, you've, you've been on a few times, and uh, it's always fun to watch them grow. Uh, your first one just got back from a couple weeks in Florida, um, where she's from. She dropped out of college after doing Kill Tony, and she's been writing a new minute every single week for the last like year and a half. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Kimberly Congdon. Hey guys. Um, so I recently got on birth control, which is really exciting. Some good stuff. Uh, I'm excited about it because I'm Puerto Rican and I really needed it. <laughs> and now I feel like guys, you know, guys can like come near me and I can't get pregnant, which is nice. Um, that's really exciting. I bombed for my first time in Florida in front of all my friends and family, which is hard. Um, yeah, it's hard to tell dick jokes in front of grandma. She was like agreeing with all of them. <laughs> she was drunk, like, I've done that! Uh, it wasn't pretty. Uh, my mom was worried I was going to kill myself after the show. Not because she was going to miss me, but because I owed her $50. <laughs> she didn't want me to leave without it. Uh, being Puerto Rican is really hard. Why is it so hard? Uh, because uh, I saw a guy I liked, I thought it was hot on Facebook today. I wanted to like his picture, but I wasn't sure if he was my cousin or not. <laughs> and yeah. that's a true story. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that. We don't want to question your integrity. <laughs> I love it. I'm really proud of you. Turning on towards the end when you talk about the real thing that happened this weekend. Yeah. Um, you know, the birth control thing. If you're gonna go, if you're gonna go there, I'd just say like cum joke would be the way to go. Yeah, you know I mean? just—that's like, an old premise. Though, I like, bailed on it like after the first joke. Yeah, if you're gonna talk about that, you're gonna want to take a crazy angle at it, and yeah. um, you know, make it your own. 
Yeah. Of thing. But uh, that's so fun that uh, you bombed in front of your family. <laughs> I've done that before. It was the worst thing ever. It was sad reading your Facebook updates. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to die. Yeah, she was, she was basically openly tweeting about how bad the set was after the set was over. It's horrible for all the people that grew up with and all that. Yeah. And it was like, the, the simple jokes that I did, everybody was like, ah, like dying. Right. And I was, so I was getting frustrated, like, you fucking morons. Exactly. Is there a joke in the uh, greatest thing about birth control is I don't have to use protection anymore? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just, just the thinking. truth. Well, I mean, how stupid somebody would be to think that you know, they didn't use their term. I mean, it depends on the oh, situation, right. I guess. Right? right, I see what you're saying. Like, say that you don't know that you can't get yeah. STDs. Oh. Right. right. Yeah, I never use a condom anymore. It's better than a birth control. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, how bad was it? What was the worst moment? What, like, what part of the Florida set really uh, made you realize that this was... Rough. Well, the real, the truth, the real thing that happened, I didn't get to it, was that my grandpa was actually standing next to me, and I made an anal sex joke, <laughs> and he was really hammered, and he was like, hey, don't talk like that. <laughs> In the middle of my set, I was being, like, punished. Uh, oh, it's kind of sexy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second, could you see them from the stage? I could see everyone. It was oh, it was outside. I was just set up to. It was fail. outside. It was oh, outside. Why? Now, is this your parents' idea? Because like I, my my parents have never seen me do stand up comedy, and that's so, on purpose. This is what happened. I told my mom I was coming home for two weeks. She was like, "Let's set up a show." I live in a really small town, and I didn't think she was gonna actually do it. And then she called me like two weeks later. Sold out like 140 people oh. from my town. Wait, your mom sold it out? Yeah. Your mom produced your. Oh god. Oh yeah. <laughs> But, but she invited my whole town, oh, and God. I couldn't turn back at that point because she was so excited and so happy to do it. And I was like, okay, but I told her that I was going to fail, especially because they wanted me to do 25 minutes. How much do you have? Not 25 minutes. <laughs> wow. Right. You I, I just... mean, I did really good up until like 15. And then things started to get weird. Things started to get weird after like ten. After Grandpa said, yeah. "Don't, <laughs> don't say dick." Yeah. Don't talk about your asshole. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever tried doing crowd work? Because that's probably what you should have done. Just switch right to crowd work. I knew everybody in the crowd uh, yeah. personally. Hey, uh, so, so what like, do you do? Hey, uh, I remember when your husband cheated on you with that lady. You know. Like, <laughs> what am I supposed to say? I hurt everyone's feelings I grew up with. Right. They already, it's already sad there. <laughs> they are coming to see me headline. <laughs> it's called Palm Bay, Florida. Palm Bay? Yeah. Where's that? Uh, it's an hour southeast of Orlando. Ooh. There's nothing out there. Yikes. No, yeah. Ooh. The whole town came out Saturday. So that's the next closest city is Orlando? Uh, yeah. There's one, there's like wow. one club back home. It's called County Line. And it's a line dancing saloon. Oh, did, you have, did you have to see these people after the set, like the next oh, yeah. day? No, I had to see them that night because afterwards everyone oh. stayed and drank and I had to stay with my family. So, so I didn't hang out with them all night. So I just like blacked out with my grandfather. What did, what did they say to you? With the same grandfather that told you not to talk about the animals? Yeah, stuff? we just you got guys really just drunk. Got shit-faced, <laughs> shit-faced. He's already shit faced. Wow. But, yeah. 
What was that next question? Anyway, sucks. All right. It was uh, a good time. So you should have videotaped it, the whole thing. I'm so happy. <laughs> Now, how long have you been doing it, though? All in. Stand up? Yeah. Uh, like a year, five months? Oh, yeah, I think you're going to be fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we all, everybody bombs in front. I bombed in front of my parents, so, you know. Well, that was also the first time that I really, like, bombed, too. Like, well, what's hard. interesting. And then it was those people on top of that. Yeah, you got to think of it this way. You've done it for a year, and you did 25 minutes. After a year, I don't think I could do 25 minutes. You did it in front of your friends and family. That's, that's fucking crazy town. But you did and it. it's outside. Yeah. Oh God! It was outside. Yeah. Oh, it was by gosh. the river. It was uh, by the river. Just get on that boat like... with Clooney and Mark Wahlberg. I mean, it, is, it couldn't be any worse. Literally on the sand. Like. Oh. Oh, oh fuck. Oh. And there's like it's like turtle making season two, and it's just like God damn it. <laughs> the tables were spaced out and shit. Yeah. It was a fucking nightmare. Yeah, but you can only look. This would be one of those gigs you look back years from now. When you nail that anal joke in front of Grandpa, and they feel like, <laughs> he just gives you the big thumbs up. Goes, oh, yeah, exactly. There she goes, everybody. Kimberly Conner, yeah. another brand new man. Uh, and the only other regular, everybody, been doing the same thing, been on the show uh, since the beginning, doing a brand new minute all the time. The funny stylings of Sarah Weinshank. had a fruit salad recently and it disappointed me. There's nothing worse than a generic fruit salad. A lot of places they do this, they say that they have a fruit salad, you order it as a side, and it's just the same generic ass fruit. It's a piece of pale cantaloupe, something that looks kind of like a watermelon and a red grape. What is that? That's just the generic fruit salad everywhere. It's the fruit salad that normally just comes in a styrofoam cup. But if you go out and you order it as a side, they'll just empty it from the cup onto your plate. It's gross. What am I eating? I can't tell if this is honeydew or pale ass cantaloupe. It's just white. You know it's in the melon family, but you can't tell which melon it is. Do you have any more? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tom, are you killing me? What do, you <laughs> what do you have to do? Like, I was going to talk about if I want, um, how like a berry would make me feel like a real queen or like something. Like, like right. what do that I would do for shocking. a fucking piece? Kiwi, yeah. <laughs> that would be shocking in yeah. a fruit salad. Right. Like, it's interesting, you know what? I, I, I love your, I, it, you know, it's definitely a Sarah Weinshank joke. Uh, you know, you're taking something small and you're, like, ranting about it, you know, that's in her wheelhouse. And I think fruit salad's very promising. I would say, uh, I would say, you know, when, when, you, when you started, I would get into the 25 seconds in, I'd fast forward straight to start describing it, like, almost immediately. You know what I mean? Instead of waiting on it. Like yeah, that. like the anger came out later on, but right. you got to come out of the gates kind yeah. of pissed about it. I had been picturing the one piece of cantaloupe and the one 
piece of whatever the watermelon and the one red grape for like 10, 15 seconds before you said those things. So it's like, okay. if you give it to people when they're, before they picture how bad a fruit salad can be, right. you know what I mean? If you, if you let them realize at the same time as when you're saying it, Right. instead of before. Well, because I really wanted to come out more angry, but I was like, no, I don't want to just yell at them right away about fruit salad, so it's always that, like, small, <laughs> that small line, because you want to get it out and feel passionate about it, right. but, like, you don't want to start off by yelling at you guys about cantaloupe. But it's okay. It's okay. Because okay. we in the podcast listeners, I mean, like, the people that listen to the show... Yeah. know your style and these people will understand it 20 30 seconds in right. just like with michael perkinson we knew 30 seconds in that the funniest thing about him was in between his jokes like right. so i wouldn't be afraid of <laughs> trying to impress right. uh you know the okay. audience because they'll always jump on board you got to go 100 miles an hour always but i get what you're saying and yes fruit salad's a golden premise because it fucking sucks man <laughs> if they made fruit salads good so yeah. many more people would eat fruit. It, right. it almost seems like unhealthy uh, companies are running the type of food that we're eating. Why right. is it? Why is that? I want to hang myself now. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! You were supposed to get the wireless mic. Uh, it's a, uh, <laughs> right. I uh, I hate those salads because it is it's a, a lottery. You know, like sometimes you have you have a good one because I get a lot of fruit salads, and then you get the melon salad. I don't, you don't even have to say the the whatever the one piece of watermelon. You should just say melon because that's the no, most annoying thing is when you, it's all orange melon. You know? Orange and green. And that looks green like, one's the worst. Oh, the green melon. Too. What's that one? Honeydew, but it's like oh. it's yeah. not even green. It's, and it's white. And it's usually super ripe or not not ripe enough, so it's like hard as fuck, and it looks like they're playing volleyball with the one grape. It's just melon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sad brown, sad bowl volleyball. Who was that? You want to close this out? <laughs> we are. We are dumb. We are. You, wait, uh, here we go. Right. Philosophy of fruit? <laughs> Where you end the show? It's such a terrific show. Dom, it's I, not in my wheelhouse, or I'm not jumping on your bandwagon. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know what that means. Uh, Sarah, thank you so much. Thank you. Fruit salad. Uh, she did. Kimberly Condon and her both on Twitter. Kimberly Condon and Princess Shank. Follow them on Twitter. Follow... Call me EC. That's Eric Carter, everybody. He's on Twitter. Very funny, uh, young, hillbilly uh, comedian, Southern draw. Thanks, Eric. Anything else you want to promote? Fuck. There you go. Fuck yeah. The great Steve Byrne. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're on Twitter at Steve Byrne. Anything else? Any dates coming up or anything you want to talk about? It doesn't matter. It's all good. Check him out on Twitter and and on his website. Good to have you guys. Thank you so much, Steve. Great times. Dom Irera. The best. I won't call you a legend, but I will tell you, you are something else. You're a fucking machine. Brian Redband, we did it again. I'm Tony Hinchcliffe. Live audience, thank you so much for coming out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.